Hello! I know I'm interrupting, but before this podcast, 3CR has an important public service announcement. Currently, we are running our annual Radiothon, where we ask for your donations to keep community broadcasting alive. We rely on your support to keep media alternative. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And with that done, I hope you enjoy your show. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you together? go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Good morning, everybody, and of course it's Radiothon time for Showreel and for all of 3CR, $250,000 for for uh, 3CR. That's what we have to uh, we have to raise so that we can be uh, alive for another year. Uh, Radical Radio, 3CR, all the for the all the great reasons that we want to have 3CR running, and of course Showreel, which is our focus on Australian films and Australian film industry and moving image. And uh, I have got some donations already, uh, and uh, I'd love it if you were going to be part of our list of donators, 94198377. And as the excitable Joe says, it's all about the rhythm of uh, the uh, noise and sound and excitement, and perhaps we can keep this sound and excitement up, 94198377. There's SMS, which is 0488. No, O four triple eight O nine eight five five, and then there's of course the donations online. You can go to three uh, cr dot org dot au forward slash donate, and you can find the crowd raiser. Uh, page for Showreel. See, we've got all the mod cons here. I have to thank Kathy and John uh, Hennenberg who have put forty dollars into the kit for Showreel to continue for another year. Thank you very, very much for your donation. I have to give you an absolute. Yes. You too can get the applause of 3CR's showreel uh, for donating to be part of our uh, $650 that we have to make for this program to continue next year to make sure our little contribution to the overall $250,000 that allows 3CR to continue for another year. The absolutely important community radio voice of the people, 3CR. And as uh, we realise that the uh, media landscape is contracting in 
Australia, you must realise, of course, that for Australian filmmakers, uh, it becomes a very hard thing to get uh, your uh, voices out there into the mainstream. So we've uh, had a year where we've spoken to filmmakers of various films, important films, uh, Australian context films, films by filmmakers who have got uh, a voice that they want to get across, uh, stories that are Australian stories. We also have featured, and I realise that a lot of the clips that I've got to share with you from programs through the year uh, are actually about how you do things. Uh, people who are filmmakers who have got off their their seats and are directly involved in making films and how how they've done it, what they do, what they how they feel in the moment of doing that, and a bit of advice to other people who want to actually do it themselves. Uh, yep, it's uh, the politic of punk. The idea is that you get involved and you actually can be part of doing stuff yourself. So I thought I'd uh, share a few things with you. One of them uh, is a short clip with from a person called Catherine Scott, very experienced filmmaker, but she made a film called uh, Backtrack Boys, which is absolutely inspiring documentary that came out recently about uh, 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 um, people who uh, work on... Um, a project that is built around uh, giving a, a, a positive life experience and track for young boys who, uh, and increasingly young girls who have uh, fallen through the cracks in society. And it was an incredibly inspiring film. And uh, I was talking to Catherine Scott about this film because it was so impressive. And one of the things that she said was that when she makes a film, a documentary, she always is in the mindset of making a feature. It's got the gravitas of a feature. Um, and uh, this is one of her tips for people who want to uh, make films. I had a brief conversation with Bernie. I did a lot of research, as you do, as much as you can. And I, I actually, when I went up there, um, he was wanting to tell me stuff. And I was like, no, 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 wait for the interview, because I'll tell you one thing, and you probably know this from doing radio, once people tell you the first time, yeah. they never tell you the second time as well. No, you know? they never do. And so I, you know, they might tell it to somebody else, but not you, because they know they've told you. So um, they skim over the things. And so I was like holding off, holding off. So no, when I land in a place, I, I start filming straight away. I don't do prep work. I just go in and I film. And that is documentary. Your filming is you're constantly looking for the story in observational documentary. You know, you're, you're shooting and looking and listening and listening and trying to find the story as you're doing it. And then you soon come across it and then you know what to go after. But, yeah, no, I that that first interview I did with Bernie was absolutely pivotal and I didn't know anything and that's my that's that's great because then he had lots to tell me and then I did a few other pick-up interviews over that time because things change and um, develop and, um, but, yeah, no, I, it's like you can really blow it if you do too much prep. Hi, this is Catherine Scott. I'm the director of the documentary feature film Backtrack Boys and you're listening to 3CR. You made me so very happy I'm so glad you came into my life 
power this radical radio and donate to keep us so very happy. Call us now on 9419 8377 or donate online 3cr.org.au. That's right. And thank you, Melinda O'Connor, for giving us $30. Now, Melinda, of course, does the sister program to uh, a show reel on Saturdays at 11 o'clock and uh, on screen. Uh, always a rollicking time for film uh, buffs, uh, bringing up, uh, getting various prizes and things like that on uh, Radiothon weekend, Saturday, this Saturday. Don't forget to put it in your calendar. But Melinda's uh, sent me a lovely message. Thank you, Annie, for your support and promotion of Australian cinema and for your lively interviews. That's such a nice thing. Also, thank you to Joseph Maglinagi, who has uh, given me $5 for uh, Showreel. Thank you also to John Paula. Uh, John and Paula McLaughlin, who've given me $200, and Alice Quinn, who's also put $100 into the pot. So that's a great lot of people who have been making sure that Showreel is going to continue for another year. Be part of it. We're, we're not, we haven't quite reached our target. We've still got 175 to go. You can ring us on 94198377. We'd love to get your donation to make sure that Showreel continues for another year. It's always been very exciting to me to be able to speak to people who are creative spirits in the moving image area because, one, I just delight in it, in its actual... uh, in the mechanisms of creating, uh, but it's so fantastic to hear from people who have solved problems around issues and are able to act- actually construct a uh, meaningful message that is so uh, emotional because that's what film is. It's all about emotion. It's a, a, a type of art form that allows people to actually communicate deep uh, ideas and thoughts and uh, so when you actually are part of someone's creative journey uh, giving them airspace so that they can actually talk to people about what they're doing and all the things that are going on in the uh, Australian film industry space uh, then it, uh, it's really exciting for me because uh, they are such interesting people. Now recently I uh, got to speak to uh, a fellow called... Uh, Benjamin Gilmore who and uh, Sam Smith, his actor, who made Jirga, uh, a film that they made, Australians, went off to Afghanistan and made this amazing film called Jirga. And uh, as you'll appreciate, it was a, a very dangerous place to be making a movie. So let's hear what they had to say. You planned it. You you said, I'm going to jump out of the, you know, like the plan, mm, mm. plan of action. Mm-hmm, mm. uh, how did that go in your head? Well, for example, early on in the film, uh, you see Mike coming from the airport and he needs to get out of his you know, 501 jeans and ordinary clothes, Western clothes, so he's not going to be too too conspicuous over there. So he needs to go and buy some local threads, a shower kameez and a sandals and a hat. And he walks to a, a tailor shop where there's some clothes for sale and, and buys it. So that's through a busy market. We were you know, standing by in the, in, the, in the taxi and waiting for the right opportunity uh, I guess you were psyching yourself up for the for the walk because you know not comfortable walking through that area in a pair of 
Levi's and a white T-shirt and a pair of combat boots. You know, don't feel that comfortable. So, yeah. But with that stuff, we would generally mm-hmm. Ben Ben and I would talk, and I'd say, okay, I'm going to track back this way. I'll come around that corner in roughly a minute, and you'd be mm-hmm. ready to go. And then we'd we'd work that way so that it was very much um, a bird's eye view from from Ben. You know, and I'd do a follow shot um, so that people who did notice us in that moment were looking at Sam. Um, you know, it would appear to be looking at Sam, even though they might have been looking at me, and it wouldn't have looked too odd. So, yeah. you know, and and you've you've only got really one chance or two mm. two two at most to get it before you know you you draw too much of attention, yeah. and then you know it, it mostly wouldn't have been yeah. a problem. But you never know, good because we were shooting these in Jalalabad, that particular area it was you know a bit red hot, a bit red mm. hot. Um, you know, we'd been warned that there was potentially ISIS and Daesh spotters in the bazaar who are looking for Westerners um, to kidnap and so on. So we were very aware of that, conscious of that. So we didn't want to create a scene. Well, I mean, also, I mean, having done, practised a bit of uh, shooting at demonstrations and stuff at, at cameras, mm. what I realise is that a lot of the time people don't spend enough time on the shot Mm. Uh, they keep moving around and all the rest of it, and they mm. didn't, don't give enough edit points mm-hmm, or for mm-hmm. the person who's actually mm. observing it. It becomes a jumble. Mm. So, quite so you need to be aware of that, absolutely. And we were aware of that too. You know, there was you have to absolutely get um, what, what you need for the film without it being too jumpy. So, you, in that sense, you can't. You you got kind of you're in a heightened state because of the adrenaline. Well, you're <laughs> so you, you, there is a there is a danger that you're going to swing the camera around too much and but you know that so i was aware of that while shooting this absolutely and i just need to take a deep breath and steady my hand so that you know the audience ultimately wouldn't feel too nauseous watching this and there is there is very little even though it's a handheld shot film i don't Mm. want to put listeners off because it's there's a lot of stabilization we did in post-production and um, with the editing you know it ends up looking really really smooth yeah Yeah, no i agree it doesn't give you any sick making moments Mm. the uh in fact that's what one of the things that I was so impressed about, especially since uh, it takes quite a long time before there's any any actual uh, speaking. So mm. it's actually a film of... Uh, it's like a dance routine, almost. Mm. It's mm. like a waltz. A ballet. A ballet, mm. in a way. It, it, were you thinking in that... Is that how you think in terms of making films? Well, I love I love Iranian cinema and the, yeah. that's that naturalism, that slowness of Iranian cinema. And I, I, I would have loved it to be a lot slower. In fact, it was cut right down, so it's it feels like it's got p- pace because you know I, know I know audiences don't mostly don't, don't have that. the patience for mm. you know that v- v- old that ultimate naturalistic you know slow as life kind of pace. So we needed to you know we didn't actually end up doing that in the end. But yes, I'm very much interested in that. That slow observational style. Which is perfect for the landscape, I'll have to say. Perfect. Hi, my name is Sophia Turkovich, the director of Once My Mother. Uh, you're listening to Radio 3CR, the real radio station. <laughs> That's right. Turn up your radio. This is 3CR and we're 
doing our Radiothon. And, uh, of course, uh, we need you to contribute, 94198377. This is Showreel. This is us, uh, 3CR's focus on the Australian film industry landscape. And uh, we would really like to be able to continue for another year. 3CR needs $250,000. And uh, my contribution for Showreel, uh, your contribution, is $650. And Annette Smith, thank you very much. Annette for your $30 and also Catherine Smyers McMullen now Catherine was actually a person I interviewed so I feel so grateful that a person that uh, I actually had on the program was uh, felt felt that it was uh, such a a treat that uh, she was prepared to support this station and as she said uh, it's an important program and of course we are this is an important station she contributed twenty dollars uh doesn't matter how small the amount is it doesn't it would be great if it was a large amount but uh, a small amount takes us to one step at a time to a, a better future and uh, we are going to hear a little bit from uh, C.S. McMullen as she's called calls herself she's actually a uh a scriptwriter, and uh, that's one of the things that I try to do on uh, Showreel. I try to give people an idea, lift the curtain a little bit on what it is that takes what it takes to actually bring the uh, images and films that you see to screen, the journey that people make, and the emotional investige they take they put into bringing this creative form to you as an audience, and how important you are as an audience. Uh, also, as I said, the impetus is to give people an idea that, in actual fact, you could be a person who involves yourself uh, and develops your own creative spirit. Now, uh, uh, this is a short clip. Ka- Catherine is actually uh, quite a, um, a rising star in the uh, screenwriting field. Uh, she's been uh, just recently had a film being made in Ireland uh but she was describing what it was like to be involved in getting scripts to uh, that sort of level of production. Uh, and uh, it might be of value for anybody out there who's keen to be involved in script writing. Um, 94198377, we'd love you to involve yourself in the Radiothon. There's also the number for SMS, 0488, no, 04888. 09855. You can donate that way. You can also go online, uh, 3cr.org.au forward slash donate, and you can go to the crowd raiser for Showreel and specifically put your money into this show. Film that you've just been uh, writing and uh, shooting in Ireland, uh, you went through a process where this film. This film script was considered to be uh, what are what are the names of it? It's oh, so the, the blacklist, the, the blacklist, the bloodlist, yes. and the hit list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain those things. Yeah. So um, how it works is you you write a script um, and you have two kinds of scripts. You have what's called a spec script, which is where you write it literally speculatively for free. Um, and then you have scripts that are on assignments. You know, someone has a book or a, an article and then they pay you money to write it. Um, so the other line was a spec script because that tends to be what you do when you're kind of an emerging writer or starting out. 
Um, and because, like actors, writers like to write. Yeah, exactly. I that, knew that. That's the thing. Whenever I have friends that have a script or two and then they, they've just sat on them for a few years, I'm kind of like, well, even if no one was reading them, I'd probably still be writing, you know. Um, and, yeah, so I'd written this script. Uh, it, it was all set in Australia. Uh, I had gotten some US managers kind of related to the script. They'd read a couple of other samples. We'd been introduced through friends, like the classic thing where it had kind of um, hit a point where I had enough connections and I had I had uh, three or four different samples of some pilots and some features. Um, and then uh, I went to the States and started doing what's called generals, which is where you just go into a room, you meet with someone, you have a chat for 45 minutes and you leave and you do, you know, I did 50 of them on that first trip. Um, and well, and it's, you have 50 conversations. Yeah. And it's, it's a little bit like a job interview, but not quite like it's basically, you know, and are you, these from, um, writers groups or are they, uh, uh, they're, they're generally production companies, pro- yes, production um, companies. distribution companies, producers, yeah. sometimes other writers. And that um, tells you how big America is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you could meet more people in a month there than I could meet here in a year or two. I mean, that's not that's not bagging Australia. We're just a smaller industry in a smaller country. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. in actual fact, there's good points about that. Yeah, too. exactly. Uh, you, you know, lots of people here. You know, um, and and if you know one person in the industry here, you're probably connected to most of it. Um, so yeah, I um, so I started doing meetings, and you don't tend to pitch in those meetings. They're much more about basically making friends, making connections, telling people what you're about. And then two years down the track, they might get a sci-fi story in and think, oh, that, that person, Catherine, I met a while ago would be great. Yep, that's what she said. It's a lot of hard work being a writer, <laughs> quite clearly. Uh, 3CR, Radiothon, it's hard to be a radio producer too if you don't get the funds to make it happen. And community radio is like any radio, it needs some support. $250,000 is not a lot of money to have a fabulous community-based radio station that allows people from all walks of life to actually express the wonderful work that they're involved in. And thanks to Michaela for giving us $10. She says... Love for dis- your discussions with screen artists. Thank you. And uh, thank you for uh, having me on the station. And uh, hopefully you will involve yourself with uh, making sure that Showreel continues. You can give us a call on 94198377. You can go to uh, SMS 04888. 09855. I haven't had one message. Nobody loves me. Come on, please. Uh, send us a, a, a billet doux with a, with a bit of uh, cash inside. Um, we are important. 3CR is terribly important. Hi, my name is Rolf de Heer. I don't live in Melbourne. I live across the water in Tasmania. But if I did live in Melbourne, my number one radio station would be 3CR because it's about community and community matters. Killing our people is not a stagnant part of Australian history. This is happening right here today. And corporations have gotten away with poisoning us. It's this assumption that white people and people with white bodies are right until something goes wrong. To resist the rise of the right and rebuild the left. Support Radical Voices on the Airwaves. Donate to 3CR's annual fundraiser. 
Power Radical Radio, June 3rd to the 16th. Very happy, aren't you glad to have 3CR in your life? Power this radical radio and donate to keep us so very happy. Call us now on 9419 8377 or donate online 3cr.org.au. You can Make us very happy. I'm so glad you came into my life. Yeah, we have to get serious. Uh, 3CR needs to make the money to stay on air, and uh, we've got to contribute our amount, and that's Showreel. Showreel is uh, dedicated to focusing. Uh, attention on the Australian film industry and uh, people who make Australian uh, films. And so, for example, on Sunday, I'm going off to see a, uh, a web series uh, that's uh, being promoted. It's a, an Australian web series. Now, uh, also coming up in July, there's uh, the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival. Uh, there's uh, things like uh, the Setting Sun Film Festival over in uh uh, West Melbourne, uh, over in the west of Melbourne, uh, epicenter in Seddon around the Sun Theatre. Uh, it was, be- it began as a, uh, project that was around, uh, focusing on filmmakers from that side of town. It's, uh, become a, a relatively important shorts film festival. What we're learning about if, when we talk to people who are part of the festival uh, area in the Australian landscape is how they uh, fit in to uh, how filmmakers can um, get their uh, product, their uh, ideas across, and these are a setting now um, for how important it is uh, and uh, this is another aspect that we like to look at at Showreel, how people actually get their message across. And also, uh, like just uh, a, a week or two ago, we were talking to some people who were had created this event called the uh, Melbourne International Youth Festival. It was part of a project. Uh, they were involved in a lesson um at RMIT. Now, they created a whole uh, uh, couple of nights of uh, programming around this theme. Not only were we learning about how the people learn the skills of uh, becoming festival organisers, but also that they filled a, a niche that they, were, they got a whole lot of different contributions from all over the place in that particular niche of filmmakers who were dying to be able to get their films onto the big screen. Because despite the uh, changes in the way uh, there is marketing of uh, product, people being able to get themselves an audience and seeing it on a big screen still has legs. Now, 
this is the type of thing we're exploring here. Uh, then there was, of course, the uh, in, uh, going up to the opening night of the Thornbury Film uh, Cinema. That there's a new cinema up in uh, High Street. Now that was a fascinating uh, project, uh, another uh, audience-based thing. Uh, but uh, the investment in uh, our culture and our uh, cinematic experience. All interesting things to explore, quite besides the filmmakers that we have on this program. So hopefully you have enjoyed what we've been bringing to Showreel and uh, I certainly have enjoyed bringing it to you. Hopefully you'll be able to contribute financially to making sure that Showreel can continue for another year. 94198377 or SMS 04888 We... Um, have one very, uh, we probably don't have enough time for the next little clip. Coming up next is Published or Not. Uh, thank you very much for being part of, uh, this program. If you've contributed financially, hopefully you realize that you can contribute to 3CR's Radiothon right through, uh, uh, June and further afield. If, uh, you only got a small amount of money, that's fine too. We're here for you. Uh, coming up next, as I said, is uh, Published or Not. And we will go out with oh, a great song. Did you enjoy listening to that podcast? Here at 3CR, we're a community radio station and you're part of the family. Right now is Radiothon, when we ask our community to pitch in with a few dollars that can keep our broadcasts alive. It's easy to donate. Head to 3cr.org.au slash donate. Your support really matters. Only you can power radical podcasts for another year. For more information and hours of great radio, go to 3cr.org.au.